So in this episode of the podcast, I have the privilege of interviewing one of my great friends, and she's talking about her experience with having weight loss surgery. So if that's something that you've been thinking about, then you definitely want to stay tuned for this episode. All right, let's go. Welcome to the Overweighted Podcast, where we get real about the struggles of being obese and needing to lose a whole lot of weight. My name's Malika. I'm your host, weight loss mentor and coach. Join me on my personal weight loss journey to lose about 200 pounds. And as I share my very real experiences, plus some simple, successful and sustainable weight loss tips and mindset shifts so that we can mark lose weight off of our to do list for good. So I am so excited that I finally have an opportunity to have Tia from the Hill Thy Spirit with Tia podcast on the Overweighted podcast. You guys have heard me talk about her and that I've been on her podcast and I've mentioned, you know, how um, we've done coaching together and how she's been really helpful for me in uh, my journey as far as like helping with my time and learning to love schedules, um, but also that in itself helping me with that has also in turn helped me with my weight loss journey as well, because having schedules and uh, learning how to manage your time, it really does affect how um, things go on your weight loss journey, because having that discipline and time will also affect, you know, meal prepping and affect exercise and things like that as well. So um, I'm so excited that she is here with us today. Welcome Tia to the Overweighted Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, and we are going to talk about a topic that um I've been wanting to really talk to somebody about for a long time, even before I ever had the podcast. But before we get into that, Tia, would you mind introducing yourself, kind of letting us know who you are and what you do and all that good stuff? Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I am a faithful religious listener every week, um, both on YouTube and <laughs> the podcast because I'm a weirdo. And, you know, if I don't have my notebook, got to have my notebook. Um, anyway, I'm Tia. I am the host of the Heal Thy Spirit podcast, which is um, slightly on hiatus at the moment, but I'll be back soon. Um, and uh, you can find me um, anywhere. I'm at Malika through our mutual business mindset coach and we just have become the best of friends talk almost just about every day um and yeah i'm excited to be here thank you thank you so what do you do so besides the like what do you do on the podcast um when it is uh airing and also outside of that whether it's business or um you know career etc yeah, I'm a Christian mindset coach. And essentially what I do is I help working women plan, prioritize and crush their goals. So if it's about, you know, productivity, schedules, um, goal setting, goal crushing that, you know, I'm your girl. Yes, definitely. So. <laughs> you you are. You are definitely a girl. Like I said, it has helped me so much to where I don't mind schedules nearly as much <laughs> as I did before <laughs> we had coaching together. Um, and so I wanted Tia to come on today because she is also on a weight loss journey. So she is very familiar with um, what we talk about here on the Overweighted Podcast. And she has something very interesting that she has experienced through her weight loss journey. So I wanted to discuss that today. 
Um, but Tia, tell us like, what's your weight story? So like, did you grow up overweight? Were you thin growing up? Let us kind of know what that story um, looked like as far as, you know, previously, like I said, growing up and then getting to the point where you wanted to start losing weight. Yeah. So I've, you know, for the most part, my whole life had a weight problem. Um, I never know. I have not known what it's like to be a thin person. Um, that's just, you know, it, it's kind of in our DNA in my family. Um, mm. You know, with, well, with the women anyway, all of us yeah. are, you know, a little bit heavier. Um, my family is very, um, you know, we cook, like really cook, even the men. <laughs> um, so, nice. And, you know, food is love. That's how we show our love. Um, so that's pretty much I've always been, you know, slightly overweight my entire life, mm -hmm. um, probably since, you know, definitely elementary school. Maybe, you know, I look at pictures of myself as a toddler and I look pretty normal, whatever that means. Um, and in, you know, middle school and high school, I was always wanting to lose, you know, 10, 15 pounds, trying this and that. So my... How long have I been trying to lose weight my whole life? <laughs> it's wow. been, it's been, you know, an up and down. I've tried every diet known to man, you know, starting all the way back when I'm going to age myself here. But I remember <laughs> my mom had like the Richard Simmons deal a meal. Oh, know if yeah. Remember, like in the eighties. <laughs> and so that was, which is a lot like what, you know, the Weight Watchers point system is it's kind of the same thing but just a different way so yeah from everything atkins south beach everything known to man t has tried it um and they all work as you know you you teach mm -hmm. they all work if you do them but it's not gonna be substantial unless you change all of the things that go into you know burning and um taking in calories or energy mm -hmm. so if you don't change your lifestyle um, and if you try to do it quickly, it tends to not last. So um, it came to the point um, when I was um, in my friend's wedding and I saw pictures of myself um, in the dress that I did not choose, you know, so it's not necessarily flattering to your <laughs> appearance. I mean, it, it was fine, you know, in hindsight. But, you know, when I got on the scale, I think in high school, I weighed um, and I thought I was overweight at that time. And I weighed like, I think 165. I have a pair of shorts um, from high school when I was in a competition with some of my friends. We did this little beta club competition. I still have the shorts from that. And so that's my goal to get back there because I feel yes. like that would be a healthy weight because at that time I was healthy, but mm -hmm. a little thick. And um, I think I was around 165 at that time. And then, so where I got to the point later in life um, was about 12 years ago. I was, um, I weighed, stepped on the scale and I was like, like 289 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that is dangerously close to 300 pounds. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm like, literally like one week away, if I were to have burgers and shakes <laughs> every day for a right? week, I'd be over, I'd be at 300 pounds. And I was like, that's just too much. At that time, I had two small children, mm -hmm. um, you know, under the age of 10. And I was like, yeah, this isn't going to work for us. So I want to, mm -hmm. you know, be here. And so that was, you know, when I decided to do something big. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. That's so good. So you had gotten to a point where you were really dangerously close, like you said, to 300 pounds. So was that your last straw or was it uh, being in that wedding and seeing the pictures? Well, the what wedding was, was a breaking point for you. Yeah. I mean, the wedding was like two years prior. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, it's just that I just remembered that feeling that wasn't really the breaking point. It yeah. was the number on the scale that mm. that was the, I mean, we all know that sometimes some of us, you know, live and die by the scale, which, you know, yeah. side note, that's not a healthy way <laughs> to right. live. If you, you know, I do today, I do weigh every day, but I'm no longer yes. triggered. I'm a, in a better place emotionally as well. I, you know, was going through some depression and, you know, you know, saw a psychologist and I was actually for a small amount of time after I had my first son, I was on antidepressants. Mm. So all of that, you know, is just kind of, you know, led into it. Right. But I mean, I, I'm in a different place now. Yeah, know? definitely. So it's, it's, yeah, definitely. So it was really like all of these things were one thing was just building on top of another. And then, like you say, you got to the point where you, when you stepped on the scale, you saw that number and that was like, okay, mm -hmm. this is it. Cause all the things, uh, all the things you weren't happy with at that time, but it was like, this was, this was the last thing, like, this is it. I got to do something here about this. And, you know, it's so funny because you mentioned the wedding and um, my father uh, a while back, he had remarried. Um, and so I was in that wedding and that was the thing for me too. I saw the pictures from that wedding and I was like, who is that? <laughs> Like, I did not recognize myself uh, looking at those pictures, like you said, being in that dress. And then it was not flattering. And I was just thinking, oh, my goodness, I had gotten so big. Um, and, and, you know, like I knew it. But, yeah, seeing it in the pictures, which is funny because that's one of the uh, reasons I tell people to take pictures on their weight loss journey, because in, in real life, you don't necessarily see it as much as you do when it's on that, you know, um, picture and, and it's kind of flattened out where you can see it instead of 3D in real life. So yeah, that was a that was a big point for me as well was seeing myself in the pictures from that wedding in that bridesmaid dress. Um, yeah, so and it's and also it's funny that you were saying how close you were to 300 because I remember each point in my weight loss journey um, when I had gotten like one, I think I was like 183, 185. I was like, oh no, I'm so close to 200. I am not going to hit 200. I'm not, you know, and I would tell myself that go on a program, lose some weight, gain it back. And then I was over 200, you know, and then I got to the point where I was like really close to 300. And I was telling myself, no way I will not hit 300. I'm not going to let myself, you know, so I started doing all these things and had gotten down, regained again, and then ended up over 300 to where we know, um, you know, I ended up being really close to 400 pounds uh, in my journey. And so, yeah, so I get that uh, as far as seeing the number and realizing like, oh, man, I am so close to the point of no return, you know, and wanting to do something about it. And so and then, like you said, you had other things going on where you weren't necessarily the best space mentally. Um that that was affecting things as well. And so that led you to where, like you said, you decided to do something big. So tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah, so I made the decision to have um, weight loss surgery. 
and I had um, what's called laparoscopic band surgery, um, or people call it lap band surgery for short. I don't think it's the most popular option today. Um, a lot of people go with the sleeve. And in fact, my doctor actually told me when I went in and met with him, that, you know, I don't remember what the percentage is, but it was a super high percentage, like over 80% of the people that have that elect for this lap band surgery fail. And he was trying to um, persuade me to having a more, um, you know, a more intensive, you know, surgery. But yeah. with me, I was like, no, I just need, you know, a little bit of help to get me where I need to be and what it is, um, you know, for those of you that don't know, so I'm not, you know, my, they didn't cut me. It was a complete, um, what do you call it? Like laser surgery. So I have a small incision, um, that's still on my belly, like, you know, about this big for people that are listening and not watching it's, you know, not even an inch long mm. on my scar. And what they do is they, you know, cut you open, they blow your belly up and use a robot to put a silicone band around the top of your stomach. So you're not cutting your stomach off like with, you know, the sleeve or gastric bypass or anything like that. They're not moving any organs around on the inside. They're simply putting, you know, if you think about like a water balloon, if you, you know, filled it up with water and then kind of, you know, put your fingers around the top of it, mm -hmm. it's going to make a smaller space at the top than at the bottom. So it would take longer. It basically takes longer for the food to get down into your belly. And the idea oh, yeah. is that, you fill up that little pouch at the top and you stop eating so that, you know, when you're full and your body has longer to digest um, and you're not eating as much because you physically can't you, like if yeah. you try to continue eating mm -hmm. then, cause we all know there's been the times when you're full and you know, you're <laughs> full, but what you're having is so good. You just keep, you keep going. It down. So this is a tool basically to teach you that. And it, you know, kind of has some kind of punishment because it's not a pleasant experience when if you work, because I've done it, trust me, um, where you eat too much and the everything comes back up. So mm. there's that. So that's the type of surgery that I elected to have. And, um, you know, went well. I actually, at my lowest weight, I was at 188 pounds. So mm. I lost 101 pounds total wow. as a result of the surgery. Mm hmm about how long did it take? Do you remember to, to lose that weight? Um, it was pretty fast at first. So initially when you go in for consultation, they uh, require that they typically require that you lose weight ahead of time. So I lost 20 pounds on my own wow. before I even had the surgery mm -hmm. because they want to, you know, again, it's to ensure that it's a lifestyle change. This is a tool it is not a solution. It's a tool to assist you in getting to the solution, which the idea is eating less. Um, I had to see a counselor prior to, they make you go through psychological testing and, you know, all of these things. But um, to answer your question with the timing, um, I mean, it was fast. It was like, I had the surgery in April and I mean, so it was less than a year. I lost lost 101 pounds in less than a year. Wow. Um, I actually, yeah, um, I was, yeah, it was definitely 
because it was 2012 I was thinking about because I actually my band actually slipped at one point um so what that is is basically it's um when it kind of falls out of place Mm -hmm. and it was too tight and they had to go in and readjust it and that was in like 2012 um you know because I couldn't hold anything down like Mm. soup or broth or anything so that was a complication that um came up as a result but yeah 100 pounds in one year is a lot of weight to to lose all at one time yeah yeah so what would you say to the people that are like oh she took the easy way out she got surgery she didn't you know diet and um you know just change her eating habits and and work out more what would you say to that is is having surgery whether it's the lap band or the sleeve or whatever weight loss surgery is that the easy way out what would you say to those people um yeah it certainly is not the easy way out um people think of it that way because you do lose weight quickly but you still have to do the work um Part of it, you know, that was part of, like I said, he had me lose 20 pounds before he would even approve me to have the surgery to show that I could make that lifestyle change and have the discipline to eat less and to exercise more. Um, The doctor and it's, you know, you go back for regularly, you know, regular regular (laughs) checkups, um, you know, years beyond like I'm that that's still a thing. Like you don't just have the surgery and then, you know, you're skinny and then you go back to doing what you were doing before. Like it doesn't work that way. Um, I still have to eat right. As, as you know, I mean, I have gained some weight back, um, but I'm still, still substantially lighter than I was, um, you know, in the, in the beginning before I had the surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, they teach you how to eat healthy. They give you, you know, guidelines and let you know how much protein you require, um, vitamins required, exercise required. I mean, they start you walking like after the surgery, pretty much almost immediately. It's like, okay, you need to get up and walk. Like it is, you know, a complete process that you're expected to continue for the rest of your life if you want to keep the weight off. That's good. Wow. That's good. So, um, I didn't ask you this before. Do you still have the band? Uh, is it I still do. there? I do currently. And um, I skipped this part when I was explaining what it is with the band. Mm-hmm. Um, it's filled with saline. And mm-hmm. so it, you can adjust it because it takes a little bit of time to get to the right spot, you know, to make sure that you're getting enough calories per day. If you're mm-hmm. getting full before you've had enough to eat then, you know, that's a problem. Or if it's too wide where you're able to overeat too much, um, I don't feel that I need it. I just have not taken the time to get into, um, to look into having it removed. Mm -hmm. But that is the one surgery that is reversible. Some of the other weight loss surgeries, you know, once they cut your belly out, or, you know, wiggle your intestines around, (laughs) (laughs) realign them, those things you can't, you know, you can't put it back. So um, that was one also one of the the primary reasons for picking this surgery. But yeah, I do still have it for the time being. Stay tuned on that. (laughs) All right. And so that would definitely be one of the pros then is that it is reversible if you if you wanted to 
change your mind, I guess, later about it, or if you decide you don't need it anymore. Um, and then you kind of mentioned, well, one of the cons with it is that you did have some complications. Are there any like other pros or cons that you can think about with the surgery or like maybe some of the benefits that you've gotten from having it um, versus some of the consequences or uh, things that have happened from it? Um, I think the primary reason that I want to have it removed now is just because, um, like I said, it was a tool to teach me what I needed to know. I know, you know, a decade later, what a reasonable portion size is. Um, I know what the, and not saying, you know, one food is good or bad, but I've learned to live with moderation. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, another, you know, one of the other things that um, you experience with the other types of weight loss surgeries um, is something called bumping, where essentially, if you eat sugar or something that you're not supposed to have, supposed to, according to the diet mm -hmm. prescribed for the surgery that you had, then, you know, it has adverse effects on, you know, your digestion and mm. having to run to the bathroom immediately, things like that. Um, so basically, I'm the same me. I just can't fit as much food in my belly at one time as somebody else. There are ways to mm. cheat and get around it yeah. um, with liquids. Um, you know, that's a whole other thing. You don't you don't drink with your meals. That's going to cause problems. So you um Essentially, I mean, there's rules <laughs> that are implemented. <laughs> so essentially, if you're having something to drink, um, 30 minutes, you have to wait 30 minutes after you've had your last sip of whatever. Mm -hmm. And then before you start eating. And then once you eat your meal, you should wait 30 minutes to an hour before mm -hmm. you have something to drink. Because oh, wow. that will, two things, it could be depending on what you ate, it could push you know, allow you to get stuck. That's like the term that you use when you start eating something and then you're stuck. It's because you're banging the little, the hole is small and whatever you ate is stuck. So you're not actually mm. full, but the food is like, you know, like if you had bread, which is something that, you know, I rarely eat anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but if you have bread and then drink water, then it does this and you have a problem. Oh, okay. So, um, and for those listening, does this means expand. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so that's one thing. And the other thing is if you eat stuff like, you know, milkshakes or ice cream or, you know, something soft, mashed potatoes, those are things that pass through that restricted space very easily. So you can still mm. overeat. And that's why I say it's not an overnight solution, you can still you have to change your habits if you want to be successful with it. Yeah. Wow. That's um, but that was pretty much Yeah, for me. I'm sorry, that was for me, I didn't have any any other major complications, except that one time when the band slipped, there are side effects that your doctor could go over with you if it's something you're considering. But mm -hmm. Wow, that's good. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, interesting to know. I didn't know any of that. So <laughs> that's really good. Um, yeah, and I and I did. I think it's interesting because you did say that the doctor was telling you like 80% of the people ha ha regain weight back and maybe because they figured out how to kind of cheat that system, like you were just saying, and how to get extra food in and, and extra calories in. Um, above what they what they need. But um, knowing you, I'm not surprised that you only had that one incident. And then after that, that was it. <laughs> you were like, forget this, I'm going to do what I need to do. 
So I'm not shocked at that at all. So um, if someone was considering the surgery, what would you say to them? Um, Maybe what are some things that they should think about before deciding to get it? Um, Would you recommend it to them, et cetera? So what's something that you would say? Yeah, I would definitely say do your research um, when it's something as personal and as serious as surgery. I'm not a doctor. Therefore, I do not recommend anyone <laughs> do anything, um, you know, that's going to be that life altering um, without doing your research. So you want to determine, you know, why is it that you're considering this and also look at what your other options are. Um, I don't regret having the surgery myself. Um, I had friends that told me not to that, you know, were worried about me. Um, and I don't regret it at all. It was an experience. It was something that I learned from and I'm, you know, I'm for the most part, a rule follower. So if you give me a list of things to do, I'm going to do them. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely have the discipline and the, um, determination to stick with it. It's just that, like I said, because there's other things at this point in my life, it's become a habit. You know, I know how much I can eat and, you know, Ron and I go out to dinner and we'll order and we're both large people like he's, you know, a large man, too. But he also doesn't eat a lot and, you know, for different reasons. But we'll go and we'll order a meal that's designed for one person and split it. And then Hmm. people just look at us like that's not enough food for y'all, like, you know, kind of thing. And you know how the world is um, always, always judging. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things. But the problem that I'm experiencing now is, you know, I can't chug water. So I'm in mm. this season where I'm exercising a lot um, every day. And sometimes I'm thirsty. And I just want to chug down an entire bottle of water all at once. That is not something that Tia can do with mm. this lap band. So wow. there's a, that's just, you know, one example. So what I'm saying is I'm not, a, I'm not for weight loss surgery, but I'm not against it. Um, I think that it is up to the individual to see, you know, where you are, um, you know, what your doc, listen to what your doctor's telling you, go and talk to more than one doctor or health professional to determine, you know, what the risks are. If you have other risks, I did not have any, um, what they call morbid, I forget what it's called, but it's basically when you have symptoms like, um, diabetes or high blood pressure or Mm -hmm. high cholesterol, things like that. I literally, you know, God has blessed me with none of those issues, which makes zero sense because everyone in my family has high blood pressure. Right. Same here. Um, even, even before, even before I lost the weight. Mm -hmm. So I've never had any, any symptoms other than the fact that they would write morbidly obese on my um, chart when I went into the doctor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, um, you know, if those are factors, that might be something that, you know, if it's a life-threatening situation where you, and you can't get the weight off more quickly, you know, Mm -hmm. at least the initial weight, um, then it is something that definitely is worth considering. Yeah, that's so good. Um, And same here. Like I, 
even before I started losing the weight, it was just the weight. Like I didn't have any other, okay, well, I had cancer, but besides that, you know, <laughs> that, that had nothing to do. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think that had anything to do with my weight. That was stress and, and things going, I was going through at the time, but um, yeah, but no diabetes, no high blood pressure, anything like that. But same that it's, it runs in my family, but um, you know, that favor of not having that. Thank you, Lord, for that. But um, yeah, and I think what was one of the things too, that was really key. So one, yeah, considering if you have any of those um, health issues that you have to take that into consideration, but also one of the things that you said is that you are a rule follower and you will be disciplined and do what they suggest. So that's something else to think about when considering this. Are you a person that's going to do what they're telling you to do? Because if not, then you may be going through this surgery I don't want to say for no reason, but you you may be setting yourself up for a potential lifetime of complications and um, things if you're not willing to to do the things that you need to do. Because yes, you get the surgery, but you there's still something you have to do. Like Tia was saying, there's still a certain way you have to learn how to eat and learning how much um, uh, you want to eat and or uh, that you can't eat. And then like she was saying with um, exercising and now she is wanting to drink more water you know because of the intense exercise that she's doing but she's not able to do that so just knowing that ahead of time and really assessing yourself and the type of person that you are I think is is going to help while you're doing all that research to decide if this is something that is right for you or not and and I'm I'm right there with you I'm not necessarily against or for it I think it's an individual decision that people need to make. Um, and I mean, there was a point in time, you know, where I had thought about like, is this something I want to do? Um, but I just didn't want to take the risk of, you know, getting the surgery and um, potentially having the complication during surgery was my mm-hmm. thing. So, yeah. So I appreciate you so much for opening up and sharing this and um, I'm honored that we get to be the first people to hear about your journey with <laughs> your lap band surgery. So thank you so much um, for sharing that with us. And um, if you had the option today, uh, knowing what you know now on this side of the surgery, um, do you think that you would still elect to to have it? If I had never had the surgery, and I was, but everything, all other things being the same. So everything else in my life won the same. Meeting a great coach like you and um, coaches like, you know, Kirsten, who is my fitness, I mean, my, my another one of my fitness coaches, you mm-hmm. know, um, I, I buy all the things, people. <laughs> um, <laughs> knowing all of that, if I had the knowledge that I had, I probably would not. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't regret it. I think that it was part of my experience and it was yes. part of teaching me and the things that I needed to know in order to get where I am. So I don't regret it at all. But um, yeah, I mean, it's because I mean, that's part of it. You take that out and I may not have gotten to the point where I'm at now to to. Right. to to feel the need to, you know, to, to be doing it the right way. Like I said, after Mm -hmm. 30 years, I was in my thirties when I had the surgery after 30 years of trying to lose weight and losing it and gaining it and losing it and gaining it, you know, you just, you get tired. And I mean, 
like I said, I've gained some, but I'm pretty steady at this point and I'm still losing weight. Um, but it's very slow, very consistent. And I, my weight does not fluctuate. So like in the last, you know, five years, like once it, you know, I hit that high point mm-hmm. and then at some point I have a new high point, you know? So like, you know, I might be like, I started at 289, but you know, right now kind of, you know, if you're at like, say 230, mm-hmm. and then you gain a little bit of weight, and then you lose it, you kind of I think that there's a thing for that. It's called like your set point, like yes, your body gets yes. used to being a certain weight. Um, so for the last, you know, four or five years, and I see my set point, gradually getting like lower. Dropping. So whenever yeah. I do gain weight, yeah, whenever I do gain weight, you know, because it's winter, and you know, nobody sees you and I sit at home <laughs> and you know, whatever, during working from home that, um, you know, that does change. So the long term benefits are there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm, I guess that I'm re- re- revolving my answer to say, I would probably still have the surgery, because that's, you know, how I got to be where I am, and doing it responsibly the right way. Yeah, that's good. And that's such a good way to look at it. Because you're right, you, I mean, obviously, we don't know. But had you not had the surgery, maybe you wouldn't have now done the coaching and, and had your, you know, being the fitness coaching with Kirsten and, you know, doing all the things that you're doing now. So, um, and, and like you said, it was really beneficial to helping you learn that there's a right way to do this. There's a, a right amount to eat and, um, you know, a right way to live your life healthfully. So that's really good and a good perspective that um, this was a definitely a positive thing for you. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. But one thing that I did want (laughs) to ask you, so what are some of the other benefits that you've gotten out of this? So, um, because you had mentioned that, you know, there were some, um, issues going on before that were affecting you mentally. So what are some of the other things that have really been a positive from the surgery that you've had or gotten out of it? Yeah. So I, um, there's so much, um, you know, when I, when I was talking about about like my mental health and that's, you know, one of the key things when you have a weight problem, so to speak, um, we always think that once we lose the weight, all the other problems go away and it's not the case. I mean, you have to do work on yourself in all areas of your life. There's, um, I just read a book that talks about kind of like the 10 things that kind of make up your worldview. And I mean, there's, Mm -hmm. you know, being, you know, who you are and knowing your identity and where your starting point is and all the things that make you who you are, you know, you're not your weight, you know, or your, I think you have a t-shirt that says your, your, your weight is not your worth or something similar Mm -hmm. to that. Um, And it's true. And nothing is, there's no one single part of you that is all you. So if you're having financial issues, if you're having parenting issues, if you're having relationship issues, if you're having struggling with your faith and having God issues, um, all of those things, work issues, that's a big one um, these days in the economy that we're in. Mm -hmm. Um, All of those things um, contribute to, to your overall happiness. So it's really in identifying where things are, on the on that scale of life 
like where, what things matter. And once you figure out what matters, the other things kind of fall into place and focus on that. So I think for me at the time, um, with wanting to lose the weight and having small children, and I was a single mom at the time, and also caring for my elderly father. So I was Mm. parenting an adult Mm. along with two children working two jobs, going to school full time, like I was doing all the things you want to talk about, you know, who knows how to run a hectic life, I'm your girl. (laughs) And um, all of that contributes to, you know, the things like, I don't think that I was an overeater per se, ever really, to be honest. Um, It is, you know, something that was just kind of it just not eating the right stuff. And um when you're in a bad mood, I'm an emotional eater that, you know, I have those times where the day's not going how it needs to be. But what this taught me, it, I mean, like you said, it kind of takes that the ability for that to go away. So like when you're, um, you know, having a rough day, and you just want to eat an entire gallon of ice cream, you can't because it, it, you literally your body can't hold it Mm -hmm. so then what do you do you have to deal with the issue what's the issue that's causing your sadness Mm -hmm. and I think that is um probably the biggest benefit that I got from having the surgery was that I was not allowed to turn to food to resolve whatever the problem was um at that particular point in my life so you know I don't take any um medication. Um, Part of that, like I kind of stopped that when I got pregnant with my second son, because, you know, you're not going to take medicine while you're pregnant. And, um, but I continued to seek counseling. And then later in life, um, you know, I got help from coaches, you know, if you want to know how to do something, go to somebody who has done it, and have them, you know, coach you through it. So yeah, so just being open to my own personal development and learning the things, you know, learning to deal with what the problems are. Wow. Wow. That's so good. That is so good. That's not at all what I was expecting you to say, but I think that's great. <laughs> a great way to, to end this. That is really good. Um, yeah. I was just thinking, you know, cause when, when we lose weight, uh, well, when people lose weight, especially like for me, even, you know, it's like, Oh, I feel better about myself. I'm more confident. Mm-hmm. I, I feel pretty or whatever, you know, and yeah, I know all those things for you as well, but really um, learning that there's some other deeper things going on. And now I have to deal with that stuff. I think that is Mm -hmm. really good. And, and that is something big that I love to share with other people too, because I, I like to say weight loss is not just about the weight loss. You know, there's other things going on. So, so good Tia. Thank you so much for sharing um, I appreciate you for coming on and opening up and sharing your uh, lap band surgery journey with us. So um, let us know uh, where we can connect with you, where they can find you. If you have any uh, workshops or anything coming up, we would love to know about that as well, how we can find out about that. And I know that you have a free habit tracker that they can grab as well. So tell us how we can get that. Yeah, the easiest way, I mean, I'm on Instagram and Facebook um, and the podcast and YouTube. It's TLS Spirit. And I'm usually Tia Finn. So T-I-A-F-E-N-N or Tia.Finn, depending on what the platform is. But if you go to Linktree forward slash Tia Finn, no dot, 
then all the links to everything is there. So whatever you're looking for, then uh, you can find me, shoot me a message and, you know, we'll get in touch. Great. And of course, I will put all of those links in the show notes as well. So thank you so much, Tia. Um, I appreciate you. And thank you guys for listening. And I will see you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for spending this time with me today. If you got any value out of this or something really resonated with you, can you do me a favor and leave a review? It helps others find the show so that it could help them too. Also, I'd love to connect with you on other platforms. I'm Malika Burley on IG and YouTube. And go grab my free workshop at MalaykaBurley.com. Of course, all of those links are in the show notes. Thanks again and have a blessed day.